Welcome to the WrestleManiacs, better known as the Mothership, presented by the Sideline Junkies. Here your hosts, the People's Choice, the Nubian Sumo, and the Big Guy. Good Sunday evening and happy Obama Day to everyone. Whoo, man, Sideline Junkies present the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs special. On a Sunday, right after Backlash. Uh, who, man? Uh, you got the Nubian Sumo, James. What up? What up? What up? You got the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. Yes, sir. And tonight, my show is sponsored by H2O. Because I don't have any alcohol. H2O <laughs> comes from the earth. Well, of when... course, the Nubian Sumo... Tonight, being that it is also National Bourbon Day, oh God, it's going to be powered by Legit Bourbon. I've already I've had this on the show before. Very smooth, very tasty concoction. Nice adult beverage, or what we actually went through here tonight. We're not not smoking anything. Oh, yeah, I'm smoking the El Premier Mundo, a friend of mine in Atlanta who owns this company. Very tasty going with this bourbon that I got going on here. Nice pairing. Very nice pairing. Well, I'm the big guy, KG. I'm powered by Rock Creek Fruit Punch and Chicken Alfredo made by my oldest daughter and my my, my future son-in-law. Yeah, me. God dang, man. How many kids you got? You got like 40 kids up over there, man. Well, Every time you, you I turn wanna, around, you got a new kid. You, you want to be technical about it. God. You want to be technical about it. Dang. I have my own five. Then I have the bonus of the two oldest ones' boyfriends, okay? Then I got a grandchild. Then now I'm newly a great uncle because my niece, who is officially, unofficially my first child, the first child I had a hand in raising, and I think she turned out pretty swell. Now, she has a son. And I, don't worry about it. I've already told her within six months, he'll be walking along the back of the sofa performing frog splashes. Um, I've, I've hadn't had a chance to see him in person, but I've talked to him on video. And I said, you know, I'll be happy if he says, Viva la raza, as his first words. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm extremely excited about that because I can't wait until I got him flipping off something. And I talked to his dad today and he's all forward. He says, Well, what about the gym? I said, Well, we'll have him in the gym shooting jumpers by August. So we we good with that. So, you know, we got it all laid out. We got his we got his first year of life laid out. So a lot of wrestling, a lot of basketball. So Thank you. For, so you uh, talking? You talk about doing all these flips. Hopefully, he don't flip you off like Stone Cold. You know what? <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> I'd be honored. I, I I'm doing something right as a great uncle. Oh boy, well, Grunkle Stan. Um, thanks for uh, the history lesson. Let us know that you have so many uh, kids involved in your life right now that. The rest of us needs to go get spayed and neutered. But <laughs> yes, you are very, you are very fertile. 
So, uh, back to the attack hammer. Bob barking that ass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Real quick. Not, 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 uh, Drew. Straight Bob Barker. Have your pets spayed and neutered. Help control the pet population. There you go. Yeah, oh, man. So, backlash, as we alluded to during your intro, happened tonight. And uh, we had a, a, a lot of things going on. We had five technical, well, I guess you could say five, uh, title matches. Could have potentially have been six. But then it became, we don't know, I don't know what the hell that became. <laughs> um, uh, we Apollo night is what it became. What, 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 we'll see which one you're talking about. Uh, Apollo Crews and Andrade had uh, a rematch, which uh, Apollo Crews and came out winning uh, thanks to some interference by Kevin Owens. That was on the pre-show, so Apollo was still holding tight to the United States Championship. We opened now, the official. Are you gonna put that on? Are you before you before you continue? Are you gonna put that on Kevin Owens? Or are you gonna put that on Lana? I put that on Lana. Lana. I put that on Lana. What the heck, Lana doing in that match? You talking about uh, Zelina Vega? No. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, I'm ahead of myself. Sorry. Yeah, I'm about to say. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. Um, yeah, James, I apologize. he may be too drunk. James, not, all not, black people do not look alike. <laughs> I'm talking about Apollo Crews. You talking about Apollo Crews? <laughs> not Bobby Lashley. Not Bobby Lashley. You know all Those black are two people like, so, separate you know. black. People, okay, <laughs> two separate black people. One all black people look alike. So you know, <laughs> like we're in the middle of all this stuff going on, and he's talking about Lana. I'm like, I'm thinking, wait, did I miss something? Was was she there? I know Zelina was di- this guy. So <laughs> I'm, I'm while, while while James I'm, I'm, is, I'm, I'm, move, I'm moving, I'm moving too far ahead. I'm sorry. So I guess Lana was involved in uh, the Street Profits match as well, huh? She she was over hey, there bowling hey. with the Viking Raiders. Yep, gotcha. per con- per contract, I get one mess up a month, so that was it. So okay. <laughs> well, that was a good, and that was a good and one I'm right there. O- and I'm way overdue. God dang. Hey man, black black wrestlers' lives matter, okay? God dang, do we all not look alike. So that happened. Uh did we open the show? Thankfully there's no black people in this match, so you can't get anything mixed up, James. But uh with uh uh the women's tag team title triple threat match with Bailey and Banks versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Iconics and the winner of this match will take on Chelsea Blackheart and Tegan Knox for an immediate uh, title defense this Wednesday on NXT. So end up having Bailey and Sasha Banks win the match. So gentlemen, how do you feel about Bailey and Banks still holding on to the women's tag titles opposed to Bliss and Cross getting it back or the Iconics reclaiming their championships? Well, there is, there is, they are saying that Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are about to split up. So it wouldn't make sense to give them the belts. And I wouldn't put the iconic, the belts on the iconics quite yet. So it's the, the, them being together and especially being tag champs right now, 
kind of moves their storyline along because eventually something's going to happen. And then they're feeding into it, talking about, well, if I ask him, Bailey, if Sasha Banks lose, causes you to lose the titles tonight, would you um, blame it on her or whatever? And she kind of brushed it off. So, you know, it's, 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 it's cool that they still got the belts. It's cool. What about you, KG? I really had uh, Bliss Cross Applesauce winning this, but uh, uh, James just dropped a bombshell on me because I was unaware that they were going to split up that, those two. Well, it's alleged, alleged, because they also <laughs> allegedly could be splitting the Iconics as well. Nah, I wouldn't they're, 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 they're planting seeds for that as well. We saw the slap, and then we saw the cry tonight, so... That could be something as well. And then, you know, they're also, well, you keep going. Then we'll go there. <laughs> but uh, I, so we didn't do picks for this. And I thought about that this morning. I said we didn't even do picks. But this is one of those ones where you probably couldn't pick. But um, didn't really have Bailey and Sasha keeping the belts. But... Remember the last time they took the belts off of them? You know, you had to take Sasha Banks off TV for a few months because, you know, they, they protested and and, and and kicked, screamed, and act like petulant children because they dropped the belt. But but it didn't make sense. I mean, that, that no, title, it didn't it did make sense. I agree with the, the concept. I mean, there's a lot of backstage rumors and all that stuff, obviously, on – what really happened and, you know, land, you know, and all that land down and all that other stuff. But truthfully, they shouldn't have lost that match because it just didn't make plus, sense. Plus Sasha was going to cut her album and all that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you know, they can was, cut albums whenever. Ask Leo Rush. Dang. <laughs> We're not talking yeah, about Leo, Rush, Leo this week. Leo Rush ain't working, though. So, I mean, <laughs> same thing. Well, COVID-19, they got like eight days off in a row. That's not exaggeration. It's about eight days off in a row since they're taping so much. So yeah. trust me, you you can you can drop an album real quick. But here's my thing, and I I, I if anybody was on Twitter earlier, I was uh, live tweeting from the Sideline Junkies podcast Twitter page. Yeah, we know and, that in production uh, notes. Well. <laughs> I, I, I sent the message out, and I was like, "Hey, if you guys want to get in, but I'm, you know, I'm just talking to the Twitterverse." And first thing I said is, "I love that WWE started off with a six-woman tag match. I'm good with that. I like that, but I just didn't like the the, the outcome. I, I mean, I get it, but Alexa Bliss had that one." And something's got to happen tomorrow night. To, it to was a good back. finish, though. I like the finish. It yeah. left a lot out there. I mean, if they are slow building, an old-fashioned slow build towards Bailey Banks at WrestleMania, because let's be honest, in this COVID-19 world, uh, 2021 is not too far away. Uh -uh. And everybody is hoping that 2021 will be the big exhale. And the moment things strike midnight, and at 1201, you're like, ah, and we forget all of our our tears and, and fears and everything else. And it's WrestleMania season, basically. So if they're doing a slow build towards that, I'm cool with it. If they continue to make these finishes interesting. 
Is that a Tears for Fears reference? You're welcome. <laughs> hey, man. I'm cultured. <laughs> uh, come on. Yes. <laughs> See, you got, you got it in my head now. I, I, I got it. <laughs> well. Like, I appreciate that. So, that was the first match. Second match of the night was, uh, you know, just pissed on, basically, pun intended. Jeff Hardy versus <laughs> versus Sheamus. Now, I have to say... That was, that that, that after, was jacked up. Oh, man. I was like... I, my, mouth, that, my mouth was open just like he is when it, when, like Sheamus is when he did that. I, was, yeah. I know it wasn't real pissed, but still. The yeah. match, just the fact that he fought, and, and that was a that was an abundant amount of urine. Yeah, yeah. That, that was some high-quality yeah. apple juice. Like, I don't know where they find... What, with, are they freshly, you know, getting that straight out the tap or something? Like, where's this? <laughs> no pun nice... intended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where are they getting this this apple juice from? It look, <laughs> looks so pure, but uh, I know, it's so clean. <laughs> like all he drunk was water, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he is off the sauce. <laughs> Jeff Hardy, I want to know. What he was is he was he expecting to pay? What is the payoff if the storyline ends today? Let's just say if the storyline ends today, you went through all of that, pulling through your 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 demons and all this other craziness, and then you take the L. This is his farewell. You're gonna see him at AEW by the end of the year as Brother Nero. If they, if they let him go, Brother Nero by the end of the year. If they let him go, that'd be stupid. His, his contract is almost up anyway. I know, but it, they, they they need to work something out hard. Uh, it was supposed to be the singles music, and they never did it. They still got he, him on that Hardy that extreme Hardy music. They never gave him his music. No, but if if, if I'm a betting man, I think. Oh, I'm hoping that Vince is in the same wavelength that I'm thinking right now. How do you stick it to Tony Khan? How do you stick it to AEW? You hold on to Jeff and say, hey, man, we'll let you go. No issues at all. We'll let you do whatever you want to do. But we want to induct you and your brother in the 2021 Hall of Fame. Matt's already said one day he's going to go in. It's, it's inevitable. You have to put the Hardy Boys in. You can't not put the Hardy Boys in. You can't not put TLC in as as uh, TLC 1, TLC 2, or TLC 3 um, in the Hall of Fame as iconic match or whatever wing they want to put it in at that point. So if you st- string them along and hold them until WrestleMania, he does the Hall of Fame, Matt comes, even though he's not really sticking it to AEW, but say, you know, I mean, if I, if I was Vince, I'd be like, hell. Well, your AEW t-shirt, man. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Let me ask you this. Now, the Dudley boys are in the Hall of Fame, correct? Mm-hmm. Edge and Christian. No, Edge is in Edge, Christian's now. Yes. Edge is in Christian's now. Okay. Right. So you got it, you got it, you got the Dudleys in, which is one of the greatest tag teams ever. Uh you got the Hart Foundation in, one of the greatest tag teams ever. You got to put Edge and Christian in the same night you put in the Hardy Boys because they go hand in hand. Christian's only going through TLC. You know they're going. 
they're going to shaft him. Christian will only go in through TLC, just like X-Pac wasn't going to go in as the one, two, ki- one, two, three kid solo. No, but he, he he's he's going in twice though. He's going in with NWO, and yeah, then he's going he, he's already in with DX. That that's uh, uh, guilty by association. That's not <laughs> that's not he'll, six. He'll never go or one, two, three going in. No. The only X factor on that he, equation he is he Eric one of, the, one of the greatest cruiserweight lightweight champions ever. Mm-hmm. But champion he, will not, he, he will not go in by himself. Nope. Like you said, he's he's in by association. Christian won't say. go in. Christian won't go in by himself. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a that's a McMahon call right there. Whatever and, reason, and he's just not high. Definitely not to put two tag teams in at the same time. Well, like I said, they would do it as TLC because why? It puts butts in the seats. The Hall of Fame is only about making money at this point. It's all about making money because you sell out an arena without anybody having to put in any work. The production equipment is already there for Monday Night Raw. So you are incurring no extra cost because all you have is a building and it's just free profit. Period. That's all the Hall of Fame is, is free profit. That's why they postponed it, because they know they could put it on any day, have all those people show up, free profit. Out of that weekend, that probably pays for uh, the takeover uh, fees for the, the, uh, the building rental, or it pays for Raw SmackDown. That's what that pays for. So I would put TLC in, because that's going to put butts in the seats. Unfortunately, one, two, three kid going in, like, uh, Okay. <laughs> Six going in. X Pac. But X Pac's in China. One night in China. Yes. <laughs> you you, you guys know what it is. X Pac uh, credit. No, now I'm a I'm an X Pac fan. It's just that I, I, unfortunately I, no, 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 he's not going to go in. X Pac full credit, but they're, no, not no, gonna, they're not going to give it to him. Yeah, just I'm just speaking real. I'm just but, speaking real. Think about. Think about the battles he had, not only in tag team division, but the battles he had in WCW, the battles he had with Shane in WWE over the European Championship. That was some classic stuff. KG, if he was going to go in by himself, then they would also grew a set many years ago when Stu Hart was alive and said, I know y'all going to be mad. I know you're not going to like it, but we're putting Owen in the Hall of Fame. Show up if you want to. But they could get sued for that. So? Yeah, that was his wife. That's not, that's not WWE. But I'm that just was, saying, while, they wanted, while, to, they wanted while to put him Stu, in the Hall of Fame. Is, while Stu was alive, because that's the most important thing, while Stu Hart was alive to, you know, to make amends and show him that, hey, we're sorry. It, it, who cares if you get, we're a billion-dollar company. Vince can stroke the check. Sell a couple, you know, 100,000 shares of stock. Here's your check. Anything else? Oh, oh, you want what? Roy- yeah, here's some royalties, too. We'll make a T-shirt. You get all the royalties from the T-shirt. Have a great day. I mean, that sounds all great and possible. That's pennies to Vince McMahon on the check. I, I, I look at it totally Not different than I did. Yeah, right. But I look at that whole situation totally different than I did six months ago. I mean, you can look at it differently, but I'm just saying, like, if X-Pac was going to go in solo, if they were going to have enough gumption to do that, then they would have – that's the same equivalent of putting Owen Hart in just because let's just put him in. It's not gonna happen. They can't though. And it's not oh, on Vince. And you know, oh, you know they can do whatever they want to do. It's their Hall of Fame. Vince. 
No, because if once if that happens, then Georgia is going to sue, and they're going to pay him. Owen Hart is two things. He's a human being and a character. If they induct the character Owen Hart, and they can put the tagline in front of you know his name, if they induct the character. They can induct the character because they're not paying royalties when you click on the Owen Hart match on the WWE Network. They're not. Nobody's getting kickbacks for that. They own the rights to the video. So if you induct the character, you're cool. It's when you induct the human being Owen Hart that just so happens to be the same name as the character. That's where that correlation is. So they can do it just by inducting as long as they say the character Owen Hart. We can induct the character Chris. In other, words, in other words, in other words, you're saying they pull a Scott Hall. They didn't induct Scott Hall. They inducted Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Yep. But it's but see that's the thing. Owen Hart is Owen Hart. But he's a character. When he signed that contract, he is a he's becoming a character. Like I said, I don't know Terry Boea, but Hulk Hogan is you know one of the most iconic characters in wrestling history i don't know superstar billy graham well i don't know billy graham but i know superstar billy graham <laughs> you know what i'm saying those type of things you know i don't know uh what linda hogan talking about but on uh actually never mind that's linda a bad example linda hogan that's still that's still and, linda hogan <laughs> and she's a black ball aw she can talk about a lot <laughs> like like uh, yeah like linda you still linda sorry I can't even try to find a way. I was going to try to bring it back and, and make it seem like it was, no, that's, that's still Linda Hogan. Like, yeah, there's no character in that one. Sorry. But Brooke Hogan, we're good because that's a character. <laughs> Nick Hogan, that's a character. Linda, like, yeah, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. But needless to say, if they put the character in, they could do whatever they want. And they don't have to worry about getting sued so long as they continually put the character Owen Hart. That's it. It's just, it's just legalese. You play around with the words, and there you go. You can get away with anything. And then still just send a royalty check out to the wife. If she don't cash it, oh, well, then that just goes back in our bank. She's going to cash the check. <laughs> you send a couple hundred thousand to somebody, four or five hundred thousand, and you're not going to cash that check? Yeah, okay. No, you add another zero to that. Hey. I'm just I'm just lowballing. I'm just saying in general, you're gonna cast that check. You know, we start talking, oh, you're gonna cast that check. Give it to one of the other hard kids or something. I don't care. Give it to Natalia's cat. I don't care, but somebody gonna cast that check. Natalia's cat. Joke Lord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's time to move I, on. I think he was going toward the me too, but I got what you're saying. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I'm I'm talking about uh two paws, thank you very much. Mm. Who has <laughs> Who is a, a, a Twitter character, an Instagram character, and all this? A mm. follow to pause because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it be. Please do. Speaking of leaving it be, uh, let's. Oh, let, let let's, me say this before we go on. Okay. Going back to the first match, the energy that Alexa Wait Bliss was exhibiting. We've already passed that match. I know, but I had. I. 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 It hit me. We didn't even talk about P. You'd have now gone back to the first match. Yeah, because uh, her and her Lute is precious, man. Them triple How about Lute we go to the third match? How about we go to the third match? Okay, That's I'm the done. one you really want to talk about, which is Nia Jax. I know you don't want to spend the time 
on Alexa Bliss when all I want you to do is talk about Nia versus Asuka. And the double count out heard round the world. This was... I, I, I'm sorry, James. I just got to say it. This was the biggest crock of wrestling bullshit that I've ever seen in my life. I was totally go ahead. upset. I disagree, but go ahead. Every time... Now, now this is what I said. I, I, I said this. Nia Jax is hated on so much by the wrestling community. I hope she makes the haters sick when she wins. And hashtag backlash. I tagged both of you gentlemen. I had to make sure hashtag KG boo. Yes, that's right. You are my boo, baby. And this is her, Tamina, Natty. I could well, when Ember Moon was healthy, whenever they get in this position to get a title shot, they seem to get buried. When's the last time Nia Jax has wanted a pay-per-view? Well, Nia is never in a singles match. This was a yeah. handicap match. It is not fair to Nia Jax. She was in a handicap match. But here's the thing. You call her the irresistible force, and she is very irresistible. Until she met the immovable object. And it's not even that. Come on, oh, now. Yeah, she, is. She's KG. supposed to be dominating this division. KG. You can't tell me anything. They did. They did. They protected her. They protected what? her as the monster in that division. You but, can't but, have you can't have Oscar. I mean, you you can't have Oscar going out here and just smashing Nia Jax because that takes away from her character. That 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 would bury her. But what they, that's they, what I, they did was protect. They protected the both of them. They protected Nia, so she's still the monster. She she slipped on a banana peel and got the, and got counted out. Oh well, whatever. But she's still the monster, and it protects Oscar as champion. But see, that's the thing. She should have came in no more than 10, 15 minutes and ran through Oscar like X lax It was a two on one match. There's no way Nia was going to win. I'm two, sorry. Two on two on one match. Yeah, it's uh, Nia. Versus Oscar and the and the post. I told y'all a month ago. <laughs> oh yeah, the ago, post. The post. <laughs> if Nia hits the post, we oh. all know what happens. <laughs> and what happened tonight? <laughs> oh, beans. she hit the post. Yeah, exactly. Hit the post. <laughs> but don't this you? It's inevitable. You get tired of seeing that. I. That's what I was talking about. I said I'm every single like I want to say, hey man. When are you and your arch nemesis going to uh, come to terms with everything? Like, do you always have to hit the post? All every match? That's like, like Rick Flair coming off the top rope. He never did it. He never pulled it off. Yeah, he has. Whole, you know what I'm saying? In the whole career of Rick Flair, he's never pulled it off until he wrestled Shawn Michaels. Well, actually, no, he did it a couple more times. He actually did it. He I've did never it. seen it. Oh, it's about, if I had to guesstimate, it's about five times televised that he's actually pulled it off and, and dropped the elbow or the double axe handle, one of those two things. Um, he's actually done it. But, yeah, that, that the post, it's, if she would have hit the post, then I, you know Oscar's going to lose. So just watch. 
the next match she had, if she does not hit the post, she's going to win it. I'm, I'm, I was severely pissed off. I'm, I'm always, I'm very, you talk about protection. I'm very protective of Nia Jax. And this is all jokes aside. This is because this is somebody that does something that they love. And I, I don't, I mean, I understand we go at different wrestlers from different times for, you know, certain ways that their characters personified. But with her, it's genuine hate. It's hate because of her size. It's hate because they swear up and down she can't work. And it seems like the company, it, it seems like that's, that, that's translating over that because it's been two years since she's had a title run. The last title run she had was what? A few weeks, but you gotta you gotta also factor in. I mean, it, it's part her. Well, I wouldn't real. She she do. Uh, she makes it look like she's beating the hell out of somebody. She like Devo's people for real. Like God dang. But you also same thing with uh, AEW with um, Nyla Rose. So it's a duel of the two Nyes. Is there's nobody else menacing of that size? What do you do with somebody that physically? looks so imposing that they can just beat everybody in the roster. Now, do I believe Asuka truthfully could beat Nia? If they will let Asuka go back to her strong style, she could chop down a tree. Same thing with Shayna Baszler. She could chop down Nia Jax. I mean, she would Charlie horse the heck out of the, those uh, calf muscles to the point to where she could barely stand. And then you got a shot. You better go with the flurry and do what you got to do and get that one, two, three. So could Asuka if they allow it to happen in a proper way, yeah, Oscar could beat her clean. But there's just she's just so menacing that her size works against her because she's in a division that it's just not balanced. That's like taking Drew McIntyre and putting him in the cruiserweight challenge. <laughs> the post is gonna win every single time. Because otherwise, yeah, you're just destroying him. Or Brock Lesnar in there with the light heavyweights. I mean what do you do? And that's part of the issue. So WWE, just like AEW, need to balance out um, the, their uh, divisions so that way you have somebody for Nia to show her wrestling ability against. Because when she's training, she's training against men. Most of the time, that could actually do the hold for hold. But when it comes down to you wrestling Alexa Bliss, you can't go catch his catch can or, or, or Greco-Roman. It's not going to work. And it's also not going to be visibly appealing. And it's also not going to be believable. But if Tamina and Nia are going one-on-one, it can become a little bit more believable. But then you're, you can only do that match for so many times. And that's the problem with the larger women in the women divisions is if you don't have it balanced to where there's somebody else for them to play off of, it's not going to work. But then you take a Rey Mysterio and put Rey against Eddie Guerrero, match of the night guaranteed. Same thing, you know, Alexa Bliss going up against uh, anybody, you know, or better case in point, Selena Vega going up against Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss, you know, you're going to see a phenomenal match from Zelina Vega because they're about the same size and they can make the moves more flowing and bigger and believable because Zelina is not wrestling Shayna Baszler. And, you know, it's not, not Nia's fault, but also Nia's fault. It's genes, 
from the Samoan side of things. And then it's also the WWE because there's just not enough balance and a diversity of sizes in the division. Men, it don't matter. You can have big, small, fat, skinny. It is what it is because you've got enough people to make it balance out. That's how I see it. Well, I'm just saying. I, I've, I, I don't want to seem like I'm biased, but this is sure just what I noticed. I, I'll, I'll be that. I'll be that. I'll be that. Uh, all right, Red Man. <laughs> Moving on. You want to go back to the P now? No. I know, you, I, I know I have to go forward. You like to go backwards. So I just wanted to know because the, the match before that involved some really high quality H2O in the form of urine. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from there um, didn't really need to be on the card unless they're planning on breaking up Miz and Morrison because anybody with any wrestling gumption or has watched wrestling for at least 12 months consecutively would have deduced that at some point the moment they said oh Miz and Morrison whoever makes the pin is going to be the champion not co-champion you knew that either Miz or Morrison was going to stop the pin attempt and Braun was going to win because of that. What happened? Dun-dun-dun. Exactly that. So why make the match? Is this, and I'm, this is a question I'm asking you guys about this, not so much about commentary on the match, but do you think this is a direct correlation of Paul Heyman being stepped down and somebody made the creative decision to add that stipulation that was not there before? Because it could have just been Braun beating Miz and Morrison. Or do you think this was the plan all along? I'll pose that to Senor James first. I don't know whether this was the plan at first. Um, I, I can't really tell. I, I don't expect them to break them up because the tag team division is so jacked up right now. But... Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it could be. It could have been a last-minute decision. Uh, it could have. It could have been something that they did all. They planned all along. Uh, I, it, I, it's, I'm up in the air on that. But I don't see them breaking up anytime soon. I, okay. I don't see a reason. What about you, KG? Well, first and foremost, Braun Strowman in that '86 Grand National. Hmm, that thing just sounds beautiful. Beautiful. But I don't think they're going to break up Miz and Morrison because th these guys, are, they're, they're pretty successful together. But it, it can be said that, and you can create a storyline off of that. If one of them win the, uh, the title, you can create a storyline off of just the other one being kind of jealous, but you know, cool with it, and, and you know, you could run that for about six months. So I don't see them breaking up. No, this is this is good. And then they got they made a world premiere their song and and their video today. So you know, it was just really good. It's really good to them two together. That's so it's great. Okay, I I just thought it was odd that they just threw that out there. You know, like okay, yeah, whoever, because we knew that Braun was going to win the match. So. Like, is it storytelling plus, or is plus, it just... Plus, we don't need another um, lay cool situation. What are they going to do? Cut the belt in half and have them carry it around? That was, some, that was stupid as hell back when they did it. 
Mm-hmm. No, nah, them sharing the belt like that, nah, that, nah. But yeah. I, 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 so I, for them to make that stipulation at the last minute, whether it was planned or not, you know, it it made sense to me, you know. So yeah, just added to the match. Okay. All right. So now, James, the other black guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we are. Was okay. In a match. I'm caught up now. <laughs> With probably the one Caucasian guy that you know on the show, <laughs> so Bob, Bobby Lashley. a plethora of Caucasian guys I know on the show. Bobby Lashley, no choice in that versus Drew McIntyre is Rusev coming back to save Lana? A is Rusev going to AEW? I'm sorry, not AD, AEW. A uh, Ring of Honor, I believe, is what I saw, or is it and or was it uh, TNA? Somewhere. It's not AEW, but it was, uh, I think it was either Ring of Honor or uh, TNA, Impact. one of those two. Yeah. Impact. It's always going to be TNA to me. Impact. You can call it whatever you want. Uh, NWA, TNA, Impact, whatever. Jeff Jarrett show. Um, is he going there? So that's the two Rusev questions that you got to think of. What's happening with Rusev? And then B... Are they going to finally remove Lana from Lashley? Or are they going to remove MVP from Lashley? So, KG, I'll let you go first. It's the Rusev, where does he go question. And then this Lana situation, what is Lashley's situation? Is Lashley threesome? How is this getting broken up to be a proper relationship? Are we going bros or... Lana. Mm. I was going to go there. See? I, I knew it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Rusev. You did, you did bring up a threesome, so, you know. Well, yeah. That's, that's not a Me Too issue. That's just a yeah, that's, that, yeah, that, was, no. that was borderline. That was borderline Me Too, but I'm going to let you have it. See, what I, I he was, in, what he was implying, in. what you were implying by saying a threesome, you, you talking about Eiffel Tower and, and and stuff like that. Hey, look here, man. We don't do that here. So I leave it at that. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, you you gotta uh, you gotta. I would love to see Rusev in in AEW. I think they would turn him loose and let him be himself. But I believe I, if I was reading correctly, it's going to be Ring of Honor, and it's going to be very very soon. So, uh, as far as Lana, you already know it's it's this has been headed for them two separating for months now. So if that's the case, go on and get it over with. Because when she came out there and she started berating the referee, I I told the kids, I said, you know, she just lost Matt Lashley the match, and my oldest daughter was sitting here. She said, why is she even here? I said, watch. I said she's gonna lose in the match. That's the way it's gonna happen. And what happened? She lost him the match. Mm-hmm. So, it, but that, you, you got to give, and it seems like this is a way to get MVP back into the fold. And maybe, just maybe, we can get back to that era of managers. And, and, and I don't even consider Zelina Vega a valet. I consider her a manager. Come on, still, KG. I, I know you want to paint the picture of what you've been asking for for years. Just say it, man. Just say it. So I don't oh, have what? to. 
what Lashley winning the title and MVP no, got him no, too. Shit, no, no, that. the other thing, the other thing that you've been begging for for the last almost two years. I've been begging for a lot in the last two years. No, Jeez. with Lashley, with Lashley, with Lashley. As only oh, one Lash- thing. Lashley versus Brock. Man, I've been yes. begging for that ten years. Nope. Let me take that back for thirteen years. Yes. I've been begging for that. With I, Paul Heyman versus MVP. Versus MVP. Come on now. Come on now. Look, that could be a six month program itself. Come on now. Paul ain't got nothing else to do. Well I was upset about that. You guys exactly. didn't feel it. Y'all didn't even feel it even come to my comfort when I when I told y'all about that. I was hurt. I was comforting uh, the USA execs because they were kind of hurt by that too. I was befuddled. It'd be even more befuddled if they uh, these rumors go around and they cancel once again the brand extension. Huh. But Phyllis. you know, oh no, it just cutting costs because everybody's in a performance center anyway. So Raw and SmackDown is Raw's down. <laughs> Or Enron down. I don't know what you want to call it because it's all merged together by the same place. I just show up on everybody's show. Who cares? We don't even care anymore. Well, that's just how I feel. You got to okay. break them two up. Let uh, let MVP guide them to the title. All right. If they actually give them a title. Like I said tonight, I would be surprised if, if Lashley won that match. And no sooner as I said it and I hit send on the tweet. What happened? Out comes Lana. Yep. The, I mean, the recipe for the win was there. From the, the full Nelson at the beginning. I mean, the... Well, yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and say it. I thought at that point, that was damn near match of the night. Because I truthfully was not even going to consider the greatest quote-unquote match ever. So I'm looking at that as, this is, this is probably match of the night. Because those guys put in work and I was I was beyond blown away from expectation of what that match was going to be from a physicality standpoint that was damn good wrestling but James I'm talking about good things about a black guy you know the other black guy so it's your turn to go ahead and Lana's in this match so you go ahead and talk about the match that Lana was actually involved in with the other black guy that's not Apollo Crews. Well, I do agree that they are going to end up getting rid of Lana at some point and let MVP guide him toward the uh, Brock Lesnar match. If not, the title. So, yeah, I look forward, I actually look forward to those two things happening. Now, as far as where Rusev is going to end up, I don't see him being a good match in uh, Ring of Honor. I mean, he would. I don't see him matching up in, with anybody real well in Ring of Honor right now. Now, Impact. For him to go to Impact, that would be a better that would be a better fit because I could see him with El, Michael Elgin. I could see him with. Um, I could see him with Moose. Can you see him beating Tessa as soon as he shows up? That's a whole nother situation that I won't. I really want to get. But I'm saying they, they've got, they've got a transition. About that. At 
they got to transition at some point. So wouldn't that be the best case scenario where she wouldn't feel bad about it? Hey, we just spent a lot of money on this dude. We need you to put him over. She can't complain. Uh, we did put the belt on you. It's been happening. I mean, it's wrestling. That's just what happens. New guy comes in. I think that- I think they're going to, well, I was going to bring this up later, but, you know, they do have the Slammiversary coming up July 18th, and they've got that five-person, that uh, five-way going on with Elgin, Ace Austin, Tessa Blanchard, Eddie Edwards, and Trey from the Rascals. I can see Elgin taking the title from her then. So I'm not worried about her losing the belt. It's just matchups with Rusev because in, in Ring of Honor, he doesn't really. There are really no real. There are a few, but they're kind of like in more tag team situations. Like I can see him with Brody King with the uh, Villain Enterprises. I can see him with PCO, but these are those are those aren't really good matches to me. Him and Michael Elgin, yes. Him and Moose, yes. Him and a few others in uh, within um, Impact. I can see that he could probably build up. He could probably help build up Impact. But Ring of Honor, no, I don't see it. If he goes, to, if he goes to Ring of Honor, I'll be real disappointed. What if he goes to AEW? If he goes to AEW, then yeah, he got Brian Cage. He could uh, be Cody. Got, he, 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 could, he could go up against Cody. He could go against Moxley. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a few it's a few in AEW also. You know, I can see him I can see him in AEW, but I can see him more in impact. Yeah. That's gonna come down to Tony Khan and his positioning on really what he envisions in the attempt to not do the Eric Bischoff and bring over all their guys into your Well promotion. see that's that's another and that's another thing I need to bring up as far as um Slammiversary. They put out that they have reached out to a lot of the w- former WWE superstars that got let go that are supposed to show up at Slammiversary. Like right now, uh, they, there's been a Twitter there's been a Twitter thing going on with uh, what's her name? I thought I wrote it down. Tiana Conti, who was one of the um, NXT uh, women wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she, she had she really was, just yeah, got there. Yeah, she had really TV. just got there. She was trying to build up and everything. She'd been in a few matches and whatnot. She was looking pretty good, but you know they let they wound up letting her go. Now she's already um, gotten. They've um, friended each other, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, her and um, what's the guy's name? Um, uh, not not. Um, one of the guys that run it. Um, anyway, I can't think of his name right now. But he was with, he was he led team he led Team Canada back in the day. Okay. But um, but um, they friended, and he's part. He's one of the executives there. So that's that's been. And then one of the wrestlers, um, Madison Rain, brought her name up as being one of the people that may come may show up because they're trying to bring back. She's trying to talk Gail Kim into coming back and wrestling. Him another match and whatnot. So, and they're That'd also talking about, they're also talking about Gallows and Anderson maybe showing up. Yeah. Since, you so, know, Japan is still working their thing out. Oh, I'll bring that up. I'll bring that up a little later. So, 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ways, but I say for superstardom, uh, AEW would be the best place for Rusev because there's a lot more of attention on it in reference to visibility. Impact would be great if the visibility was there. So, yeah, he'll be there, but then when the hell do I see it? <laughs> You know, and, and I mean, that, that, would, but, that would help. That would help that, with yeah. visibility to, to build them so, up. So they would have to negotiate something and find a network, which there are some that need some help since wrestling is the quote unquote in thing, uh, as we see by TNT actually doing something they should have never stopped doing. Uh, but I know Vince is singing the praises of Time Warner and AOL. Uh, for thank you very much for helping us be able to continue being in business because uh, who knows what would have happened if Bischoff would have got his way and had TV time. So uh, there's, a, there's a lot on the plate of opportunity when it comes down to that. But then we go to what I thought was going to be, okay, we got a pop-up video type of match here with uh, the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders just being added in. So I'm cool with that, you know, culminate. Their whole anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. And then we got the Ninja Turtles Ninja Rap version of whatever the hell was going on in that cinematic. I'm trying. Somebody help me out with a word here because I don't know. all I, I want to know is, all I want to know is, where did they find the last ninja? That dude was huge. I, you know who I thought it was? I thought it was Shaq. No, it's not Shaq. I actually know. I actually have heard about this guy. This guy is a Nigerian that they brought in maybe six months ago to the PC. Mm-hmm. And That's what he I'm was actually. It was too. And he was actually supposed to be the guy that um, Malcolm Bivens was supposed to bring in. Because they were together for a while, like on the different um, videos and vignettes that they do on YouTube and whatever. So, yeah, he, this, th- that guy, they, and they say that they, they really, they really high on this guy, too. They, they really trying to make him into the next big show. Yeah, because he's going to be able to do things that Kali couldn't do in reference to in-ring performance. Uh, so, you know, to have a, a guy of that stature that can actually move is going to be something that they haven't had in quite some time. But my own, well, one, my other gripe was that we had all this stuff, like I marked out when uh, they were called them ninjas. I was going to call them Yakuza since they were on bikes. But nobody, we couldn't get a, a, a who's the master reference. Nobody can yell show enough and it's Black Lives Matter, you know, all this is this empowerment. I can't get a show enough reference. Come on, Montez Ford. Really? No, no, no. The Star Wars gimmick killed me. <laughs> the Star Wars gimmick, they in the trash can and something's moving and yeah. they got some arm. I was like, really? <laughs> this way you going? As bad as this has been. <laughs> for you to take to for you to move the uh, Apollo Cruz and Andrade match to pr- to the pre-show and put this in, and then you gonna do the Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, really? Sorry, sorry, uh, I was choking on filler right there. Yeah. 
I say that was match of the night, though. If it, uh, if you want to call it a match, it was match of the you, night. Are you shitting me? No, I'm dead ass serious. Are you drinking the same thing James was drinking? No, was no, it entertaining? That's a rib, right? Yeah. I'm dead ass serious, B. He's shooting on us. You're about to shoot yourself with a foot. You better watch it. No, that was match of the night because I enjoyed that. I enjoyed was, the whole production value of it. Everything it about it, but it was long. It was like God. It's stretched. Well, the, no, the pay per view was, was, was just as long as it needed to be. But I, I mean, it didn't lose my interest. But because it was so stupid. So, but because I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here like, really, really, for real. And if you're gonna do the the Thor, I mean the Captain America. Uh, Molnir thing, then we at least need some some effects and some lightning and something. I mean, just if you're gonna go there, go there. If you're gonna go there, just go all the way. Yeah, they should have Jeremy Borash on that one. Yeah, like you know, commit. <laughs> just go for it. I can't. We go for it. Also, don't say it. Don't say I it. I stopped don't myself. You saw that. I stopped. Yeah, away. Anybody watch Tropic Thunder? You know. <laughs> At that point, is <laughs> just go full. <laughs> when Montez got hit in the, in, in, in the nads with the bowling ball, I, the first thing I said, I said, I know Bianca ain't happy about that. And she damn sure tweeted that Montez is supposed to be her baby daddy, death to Ivar. She wants to kill Ivar over that. <laughs> no, God. Well, so. She better get pregnant real quick. She got nothing else going on right now, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They hold We're gonna her call back. you up for nothing. Call you up for nothing. Yeah, hurry up and wait. And give Oscar the belt. We're just gonna give it to you. You know, you ain't doing it with it. We'll give it to you. So, yeah, that was a thing. That's pretty much, I guess, that's the only way I could describe it. Street Profits versus Viking Raiders. It was a thing. And then we have They're the Viking Prophets. The yeah, Viking Prophets. I was I, now I wasn't fashion. even going there. I wasn't going there for the sake of the fact that they need to sell some they're t-shirts. A <laughs> they're a faction now. <laughs> yep, eight-man tags coming up. Eight-man tags coming. Them they bring back Teddy Long. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna bring Teddy Long for that. Holla, 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 your red cup player. Holla, holla, holla. We had an eight-man tag team match with the Undertaker. The Undertaker. <laughs> 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 so you gonna be like, what? <laughs> Don't you see me still producing this 30 for 30? <laughs> so, lastly, but not least, with the omission of Wolverine singing throughout the course of the match, since they were playing, you know, uh, the reimagining of the Greatest Showman's uh, soundtrack, we have the greatest wrestling match ever. Or we could currently call it the greatest heavily produced wrestling match ever because it had some enhanced features like uh, AEW style or close-up camera angles, crowd enhanced audio. That was actually uh, the NXT talent that they recorded and re-recorded, re-recorded and then amplified through uh, the MSG set up with uh, the Voice of the Fink introing both gentlemen. Uh, Randy Orton, which I lost my, my mind off, actually whispering to Edge on the uh, announce table, I'm a effing kill you, MF, 
I'm like, did he just say that to this man's ear? Like, oh snap, man, he just lost it. But little nature in the old school bow tie and whatnot. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, that whole beginning of the match, I marked off on. I was oh, like, yeah, oh, that was, oh, that, that was worth oh, it. MSG. Oh, it's the fake. Oh, look at but, little nature. Oh, I'm like, yeah, that, that was all right. I like that. Then, but then we had some other things that were interesting. Like, there was redubbed audio because in certain shots, if you catch it at the right time, the commentators are not commentating, but they're commentating. Uh, for the probably, I think maybe the first time I've ever seen it in my young life of 18 years, the cameraman is in the ring for a superplex, so he can get the shot of the superplex and the reaction after the superplex. I'm like, wait a minute, is the cameraman in the ring during the match? Really? How is this is not hell in a cell? He's in the ring. Like, okay, whatever. Then we had some actual nods. Flair and Steamboat nod with the chops. Uh, as well as you could also look at that as the Undertaker Brock Lesnar nod um from battling from the back um as they were getting up. The Unpredator was Unprettier was used, the pedigree. We saw rock bottom, two RKOs. The, the low kind of knee kick uh, and a punt from the legend killer and several other nods that were going on. So it was an amalgam of things for what they produced as the greatest produced wrestling match ever. So with all that happening, KG, now you can talk about how you felt about the greatest produced wrestling match ever. Overhyped, underdelivered. Next. But there's nothing else. That was that was the main event. Oh well, I, I, it it was good to see Edge back. And word on the street is he is hurt and will be out for some time. Uh, word on the street is uh, torn uh, triceps. So yeah, he was but hurt he, he, in he's, that. He's on a Brock Lesnar contract anyway, out. so it don't matter. Don't yeah, but matter. he's supposed to wrestle five times this year in that contract, and he's not going to get the five with that. The year ends at WrestleMania. It's not calendar. He's got time. It takes a year to come back, brother. No, oh, that's just like, come on now. Vince is like, that's a contract extension for free. Okay. Okay. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's gonna get a check as long as oh, yeah, just, as long as, remember, as long as he was injured in a ring, he's good. Plus, if you remember some of the, uh, with uh, what they did with um um. The revival. They both had individual contracts, but because one of them was hurt, they extended him for four months because he was hurt. That's why they didn't come out together. Same thing with Luke uh, Gallows. Uh, and then they also did it with um, uh, uh, Brody Lee. Remember, they just extended the hell out of him. <laughs> Remember when you was injured? Yeah, we're just going to add that on so that way you can't go anywhere, which held him up from going to AEW. Jeff Hardy. Right. Was under that same thing. He was injured. Well, we're just going to stretch out your contract too until we finally come to an agreement and, and negotiate. So Edge is fine. Hey, he's good. This actually works out in the best benefit because that gives Randy Orton time to build up his heat again. That doesn't mean that Edge has to come back and, and confront him or anything like that. It just means that they'll cross paths potentially at 
uh, I mean, hell, if he heals quick, this year's Royal Rumble if, uh, coming up. If not, uh, later on, maybe at a Survivor Series or something where they just cross paths and there they go and they just start battling. And it does, it's just an unspoken battle where they just see each other in the ring, same place, same time, and they just start fighting. Doesn't have to be a storyline. It's just in the ring at the same time as part of a tag match or a triple threat or fatal four-way or whatever. So it, it actually is good on the WWE side. Take some of the creative stress off. So James, what's your opinion on the greatest produced wrestling match ever? I actually enjoyed that forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, with all, with all the fake, with all the false finishes and all the nods to everybody and whatnot, with the different finishes and whatnot. You know, I actually enjoyed that. Now, that greatest wrestling match ever. Now, I'll, I'll get. I'll give you the most produced, uh, best produced, most produced match. I give you that. But best wrestling match ever. It doesn't meet Flair Steamboat. Yeah. It doesn't meet Steamboat Macho Man. Hell, it doesn't even meet Okada, Kenny Omega. I won't even give it Ishii and Shibata in New Japan. All right. Well, I, let me let me ask you. I, know, I will give I will give them I will give them maybe eight or nine out of the top ten. Let me put it in a different perspective. If we weren't in the midst of COVID and that was actually in an arena to where it wasn't heavily produced, but the story they told with the exception of the cameraman being in the ring with the superplex, but they could have still did the same camera angles and all those other little things that they did uh, without the enhanced audio, but just the, the general presentation of it, even with the Fink, the actual wrestling, if it was happening live, in an arena, would you look at it differently? I would most likely, yes, I would look at it diff- much differently. You're right. I wouldn't call it the greatest. But no, 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 no way. Be, no way. It would at least be in that, that it top would be, five, it would, six top, it, would, it would be top five if there was, if this were normal times, it would be yeah. top five. I would give it top five. I'll okay. give it number five. I felt the same way because I looked at it at the quality of the performance from those two gentlemen. And even though we know it was cut, okay, we're going to redo that again, action, you know, all these other things happening, they did from their performance such a great job that from them you couldn't tell that it was a cut, pace, cut, pace type of match. So it seemed to flow. It seemed like everything else was cut, pace, but their action, with the exception of the fact that the unspoken cameraman somehow magically got in the ring without... Yeah, that <laughs> just a, the absurdity of there's a cameraman that climbed through the ropes, stood there, and nobody looked to see, hey, are we going to be safe? We're just going to do this move. Oh, the cameraman's good, you know. But with the exception of that, it was – they did a hell of a great job. I'm surprised you didn't like it, KG. No, I uh, – And I you know, know. it was doomed I, I was by the moment they called it what they called it. You know, like, come on, y'all. Y'all just really put too much pressure on those guys to deliver. Like, that's why I'm calling it the greatest produced. Because at least at that point, like, okay, you can have the, that tagline. We're just going to throw one word in there because it's the greatest produced wrestling match ever. 
Now that street profits thing is pretty close. <laughs> yeah, that's top two in reference to one of the greatest produced because that thing they did some serious production. Even though Braun Strowman didn't beat anybody up for destroying his car, I was like, oh man, I know Braun's gonna show up at the end of this, and that's how they're gonna end up coming together and then just beating down Braun or something. And you know, just just no storyline in it. Just hey, you destroyed my car. Okay, we just gonna throw you through the car or something, Braun. But I don't know. But now I'm gonna say this. I, I expected way more, and I guess I, I, I guess that's why I set myself up to not really appreciate what's what what happened. And I think that's what it is. I I was expecting way more than what I got. What else could they have done? What yeah, What were you looking for? I mean, the only you, the only move the only move they didn't do was the figure four and the switch in music <laughs> and the switch yeah. walk. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, only, yeah. You, they gave you they gave you they they oh they gave you more than they gave me because I went I went into this with no expectation because if I was expecting something, then I would be like you. I'd be like, well, I was looking for this, I was looking for that. Da, da, da. You can't go into you can't go into this with any expectation because they've got to do they got to overdo in order to build up to the hype that they put on this. See, I gotta go in with 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 huge expectations because I I, I sit around once a week on air and talk to you guys, but off air the conversations that we have, you guys have me expecting way more than what I'm getting. That's why I said oversold. You can't call it what you called it yeah, and under-delivered. For KG, knowing your background, they gave us an 80s-style match. They we, did. didn't get a, we didn't get a 90s special. There was only one yeah, yeah, one late 90s. One late 90s to modern move, and that's when Edge uh, slid through the ropes and did the, the, the kickback flip kick on the ropes and hit Randy Orton in the face at the turnbuckle, which we see everybody do at least four or five times in the course of Raw, SmackDown, AEW, Ring of Honor. It doesn't matter what it is. Somebody is doing that move at, at the, the turnbuckle where they're, they're sitting on the rope and then flick back, hit the kick, you hit a pink, and then um, now they slide through and climb up to the top rope, do whatever you're going to do. Everything else, that was a straight-up 80s OG or 80s and, and, and earlier wrestling match. They built it up from the beginning, isolating the the, uh, the limbs, going back to the same move, wearing things down. If there was a crowd there, you'd be building the crowd up and, and really milking it and building the heat. I mean, it was it was a traditional, like as if we were watching Randy's dad wrestling, and uh, I think uh, was it Edge who, who trained him? Was it uh, he didn't go through Kowalski's uh, school, did he? Who age? Yeah. What, what what wrestling school did he train under? Oh, I want to say I don't I know why I got Killer Kowalski in my head. That's I what I was thinking. Go Kowalski. Yeah. So you know, all that they they taught the NXT talent a thing or two tonight. Well, when they taped it, if they were paying attention, and that, that's what shocked me that you didn't like that. No, Edge was trained by Ron Hutchinson and Sweet Daddy Seeky. Oh, okay. That's who he was trained by. But I, I, I was just, 
I was expecting a little more. Uh, maybe I, I, I'll go back and look at it again. I'm just... I don't want to seem ungrateful. I was expecting to just blow by it. Just like, hey, I'll, you know, look at Facebook or something or, or play a game on my phone. Because I'm, like, I'm not expecting them to perform at a level to where I would even think uh, in, in any context that it would be one of the best matches of all time. Not the greatest ever, but just one of the best matches of all time. And they surprised me that in my mind, all I could say is if this was in an arena, yes, they they would definitely be a contender. If it was in an arena, 40, 50,000 strong, even WrestleMania, I would have said they could have pulled it off. Same type of match, same emotion, same moves, everything. Maybe gone 15 more minutes to give the nod to the Iron Man match. You know, I would have little Nate take a sweet chin or a spear, you know, just to throw a little twist on it. And then you have another ref come down and that's how it goes. Uh, or it's a double count out and somebody like, well, unfortunately, rest, uh, little rest of his soul, Roddy Piper will come out and say, no, it's not going to end like that. There needs to be a winner. So somebody would have to come out, a legend, and say, hey, that needs to be a winner. Restart the match, and then we would get the extra 15 minutes for the finish. But, uh, um, yeah, that that, that's the only not, thing that's missing. That match did not need a dusty finish. That, it could that have. Not a dusty match. They, were, they were nodding everything else. Why would you nod dusty? I'm just saying. It, it was fine just the way it was. They gave Flair to nod. You can't give Dusty nothing. They gave they they, they gave Flair to nod, but I mean, what? You want, I mean, yeah, somebody could have did a flip flop and fly. Yeah, bionic elbow, something. Bionic give elbow. It. That's what I'm talking about. I was I thought a stunner was coming. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> once I saw it. rock bottom, I was like, oh, we got it. And tr- the pedigree. Like, nah, oh, the only reason they coming. did the rock bottom was because the pedigree came out. And you couldn't give a stunner. I mean, three. I mean, yeah, Austin had. Memorable with both, uh, but but speaking then, of that, yes, go into what go into what you had to take care. Of. You had but to not, talk well, about no, I was gonna bring I was gonna bring up they weren't the only ones that did nods to other people because from if you think back, McIntyre pulled off a Kimura tonight yeah. that he never does. He's never done a Kimura that I that uh, in WWE that I've seen. And then even even going back to Nia Jack, she pulled out a jackhammer tonight. Mm-hmm. And they probably go and 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 and, and uh don't I'll give a nod and I, I I hate I have to do this, but I'll give a nod to Brian Saxton. Because he slipped up. He didn't say a jackhammer, he said a jack's hammer. <laughs> and you so know you, what? You saying he just gave her the I finish. love that. He just gave her, he just gave her a he just gave her a new move. but but he said it i said that's it right there because i've been asking i don't like that she does a samoan drop as her finisher i would love for her to do the final cut that the big show used to use no come on man come that final cut somebody to use a brain buster as a finisher she could do that oh my god That, that would be disgusting or hell Let's just call a spade a spade. Can somebody just bring back the DDT as a finisher? Just one and done. Not a modified, not not something. Just the DDT. You can. Oh, you can. You can. You can. You can. I mean, it's business. Everybody. In the women's division. It's all over you. In the women's division, you can. 
and the so women's huge. and the women's division you can because it's still kind of fresh. They're still going through. The even newness Jake is almost a, worn over, but even you Jake can, says it's a dead move now. N- not in the men category, but in the women. If Nia hits somebody with a DDT, you're like, well, yeah, that's it. Right? I I don't hear anybody disagreeing on that. <laughs> I, I now gotta, if now if now if Alexa Bliss does it, somebody getting up. But if Nia Jax hit you with the, the Jake the Snake Roberts DDT, that's not DDT. Oh, you're not getting up. Because it's believable. That's all. I'll give it to you. I, I'm trying to put your girl over, man. Never mind. Now, <laughs> now, now going now going to what you were saying earlier. Um, I do want to bring up the fact since I haven't had a that's so Nubian segment in a while, and I really haven't needed to have one because you, you didn't get the memo. There's nothing going on. But now, wrestling is back in Japan. Thank God, there's some real wrestling about to happen right now. I am so happy. You just don't know how happy I am. I actually watched that 10-minute press conference, and I, I, I was bugging because I was thought I was going to miss it and because of the time difference and everything. But, yeah, and I wound up seeing it on YouTube, and they made me very happy because they are going to have a show. As a matter of fact, the show has probably started already. Um, to uh, the, with a secret card that they weren't gonna, that they're not gonna announce until bell time. They're gonna announce it at, at the beginning of the ma- at the beginning of the show. They're having right now, and they've also announced that they are going to start the new J- the new Japan Cup again, which was supposed to happen earlier this year. Um, they've got they've extended it because they've added um, a lot of the young lions into it. As well as a lot of the uh, uh, junior heavyweights, so it's going to be a 32-man tournament, single elimination. Um, it's going to start on the 16th with four matches, and then a special match that they're going to announce at the at the match. Um, it's going to it's going to be the six, 16th, the 17th, the 22nd, and the 23rd. Are going to be the first round matches. Um, you got some nice match. You got some nice combinations going on uh, right now, especially on the twenty second. Everybody's looking forward to the Kota Ibushi versus Zach Saber Jr. match. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one. But yeah, this is going to be a nice tournament. They're going to go all the way into July, which is going to be the the, the final on July eleventh. And the winner is going to challenge Tetsuya Naito at the Dominion pay-per-view on the 12th, July, for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships, which Naito holds both of them. And this is coming at a good time, too, because Naito is almost at his six-month title defense limit coming up. And he was worried because he was going to have to go to another organization to try to defend his belts. He was worried about losing his belts because the same way um, John Moxley lost the United States title because he couldn't fly over uh, because of something that happened and it wasn't for COVID. 
that it was something that happened and he couldn't fly to Japan to defend the belt and they stripped him of it. It doesn't take much in, in New Japan to lose your belt. So he was worried about that, but now that's been taken care of. So it's going to be a good few weeks coming up with these with this uh, tournament coming up. And a lot of people are looking forward to this, especially me, because you know how much I enjoy New Japan Pro Wrestling. So it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Be real good. Well, I'm glad they made your day, James. Yes. This is my so, birthday present from New Japan. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You got a nice little extra little birthday something, 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 something. Little twin, twin, twin. KG, you okay over there, man? You still salty? No, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay. I'm just checking. I just wanted to make sure. Because obviously the real KG didn't show up tonight since he didn't like an 80s match. But, you know, I'm quite sure he'll come back next week. I said I'll go back and look at it. Yeah, I hear some salt on that one. You hear salt, James? Just a little bit. God dang. I got high blood pressure over here, man. God dang. You need to tone that down. You like... It ain't like iodine. It ain't iodine salt. It's like Mediterranean sea salt. It's salt. You like a pumpkin seed right now. You know how you put that first one in your mouth. You're like, oh Jesus. Yep, that's KG right now. Okay, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, go and take us home, man. Tell them, tell them where they can listen to it. We can go home now. Well, you can always hit the sideline junkies right here on Anchor and any place else you listen to us. But. We made a major move in our social media lives. On Monday, we created a group on Facebook where we can actually discuss everything with more sports fans and things like that. So that link to that group will be posted on the Sideline Junkies uh Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram, all of that. It's going to be on everything. Uh, you two gentlemen should have your invites. If you do not, I'll make sure that you'll have them. And we can get in there. We, you know, we we just, we, we starting off slight. I don't want to overwhelm the people just yet. The group is building. We went from the first day, I think we had about 10 members. Now we're up to almost 50 in less than a week. So. La, 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 la. Just come on in, look around, and let's get to talking. We talking everything. We're talking basketball, football, baseball, wrestling, and I do mean wrestling. Are we talking about uh, curling? Is there anybody? Can we get some curling conversation on there? We we can have that too. Anything oh. you want to talk about? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm gonna talk seven, about some curling. Seven, some seven on seven rugby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We can do that too. No gymnastics though, because that could cause some me too problems. No gymnastics. And hopefully this will lead to our first Facebook live episode. Yeah, we need to get that done. Yeah. yeah we get that done. I ordered some underwear to, from Amazon. To, so I will at least have beautiful something on. No, keep oh. your draw keep your draws to yourself, son. I'm trying to. I'm trying to to be a little bit more, you know, personal. I'm trying to be like those people you see on those uh, Zoom Facebook uh, posts where 
you know, the guy gets up and he's got his underwear on and no, you know, I was like, dude, it's a work meeting. Where's your pants? Oh, and and, and something else when we, whatever we do it, there's a friend of mine named, uh, that we call Quake. Shout out to Straight to Tape podcast um, that comes on every Sunday at two o'clock on Facebook James, we Live. Getting, we can pay for that? Yeah, I'm getting paid for that. Don't worry about it. I, 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 I'll take care of y'all. Anyway, <clears throat> they have what they what they do at the beginning of their show is kind of it's kind of cool. They have a t-shirt battle. So they always they they always have their t-shirt their, their different t-shirts on and whatnot, and they try to figure out who the who had the best t-shirt, who had the best t-shirt that day. Oh so, man, we going straight Jersey Shore as a t-shirt time. I'm just saying, you know. Uh, okay. Just an idea. Just an idea. Just something. Uh, to- you know, I I got a new T-shirt, so we'll be good. Okay, okay. Yeah, put down that put down that holy that that uh, Sunday go to meeting shirt you get you putting on with the bacon collar. <laughs> I'll make sure uh, I, I get a nice. I'll put the dazzle blue on for you, James. How about that? I just wow. saw mine yesterday. <laughs> really take that back. I just saw you mine want- yesterday for the first time since I moved to DC. I was, like, want, I was going through a box and I was like, oh my God, it's a dazzle blue. You want to take it back? I just found my uh, uh, personal copy, my trainee's, trainer's copy of the sports arena manual. Mm. Showed my kids, like, yeah, that's me in the manual. I was famous, yay. <laughs> or infamous, because my hand was more famous than everything else. But that's a whole other story. Hey, for another yeah, because. You, you you were in the training magazine showing us don't point open hand guide. There you go. It's a Disney way. And I, you know I still do that twenty some years twenty years later, I'm still doing that. You're welcome. I never point. Even when I'm talking to the kids, it's never pointing. It's always open hand guide. Mm-hmm. Just in case you have to transition from a direction to what did the hand say to the face? Slap! <laughs> the five finger face to the face. <laughs> <Nobody>. so, <laughs> Unity. <laughs> so, so another good one, gentlemen. I definitely appreciate you uh, uh, allowing uh, the producer to make an audible once again and um, do a reaction show instead of a show before, because I thought with the tagline of the greatest producer wrestling match ever it will be kind of fitting to give our immediate reactions to that than waiting seven days and it kind of get watered down and then kg's like oh yeah that was a really great match you know we got his true saltness out the way first and then next week i'm quite sure he'll be pole riding talk about yeah that was a good match man i watched it like eight times now i saw everything i even saw the cameraman get in the ring i don't know how y'all missed that did did, did you just tell me i would be pole riding <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and let it be. I'm. I'm. Look, it's getting. I gotta go. So. Oh, I thought you would have missed that. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. He did, got, he did try to slip it in, but just, no pun intended. <laughs> oh man. Um, and by slip it in. James is uh, talking about sliding a piece of paper underneath the door so that way he could pass a message. Bastard, he thinks <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's what he meant. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> oh, that's where you know we got to tap out because it's, it's about that we about to have a problem. So, ladies and gentlemen, we great we greatly appreciate you taking the time to hear our reaction to WWE Backlash. And as always, the most important thing that's coming is the aftermath. What is going to happen on Raw? What is going to happen on NXT besides the women's uh, tag championship opportunity? And what's going to happen on SmackDown? And more importantly, what is AEW's answer going to be to what WWE just produced? And are they going to try to one-up them on a solid, unproduced great wrestling match fighter fans yeah especially since uh chris jericho said that he really kind of wants to see roman reigns in aew hmm i'm sorry i I apologize let me say it again he really wants he whose name shall not be spoken but we could see a picture of him in the old wwe headquarters and talk about him on on social media and on yeah and on yeah for smackdown but he really doesn't exist. Roman, I mean, uh, you know, dang. See, I said his name. Darn it. <sighs> Fighter Fest, Fest for AEW free show on July 1st and July 8th. And if you go on their website, I'll bring this up too. So if you go on their website, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine shows that they're selling tickets for. So they talk to, so they're looking at bringing in some people into, into their shows. Oh yeah, and they could do it at Daly's place. So no, 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 no. They're talking about traveling. Oh they my! Go, they got they got they got Philly on July 29th. Then they go to Boston on August 5th. St. Louis on October 7th. Mm. Milwaukee on October 28th. Mm. Houston on November 4th. Rochester on November 11th. New Orleans on December 2nd. Albuquerque. Now, by, now those on, shows, uh, I think everybody will be on board. And Newark on 12, on, on, in February. So, yeah, they, 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 got, they got tickets that they're actually selling. Now, if they do it like uh, we've been seeing graduations down here in South Carolina, you, you social distance uh, in the blocks that you're able to sell through Ticketmaster. I mean, you, you have somebody in seats one and two. And then seven, eight, nine, and then you go around the entire arena that way. Yeah, it's gonna look weird, but audio-wise, you're going from what maybe twenty, thirty people on uh, the, the current shows to three hundred people. That's gonna make a world of difference. Because I guarantee yeah. they're gonna be the loudest crowd, just happy to be there and ruckus and going crazy and losing their mind, and uh, that can write a ship. Three shows like that, the, the 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 revenue that you could generate from merchandise, because pretty much they'll sell out of merchandise. I can guarantee you that. People just want to get their hands on it. Uh, so kudos to them. And WWE's going to be like, yeah, it worked for them. Okay, we're going in. Back to full sale. Since they, set, since they, since they stole their corner camera angle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was fun. It's like, oh, well. We're going to do some interesting things. Like, oh, you mean y'all going to do them AEW shots? I'm surprised they didn't have somebody in a car or a truck or something. go Drive like, down. Like, <laughs> like five feet and run into something. And then, you know, get, get the car. 
that that'll happen eventually. That'll happen eventually. But uh, yeah. So thanks for that tidbit, James. So we will talk to all you lovely guys and gals next week, or possibly on the Sideline Junkies twenty four seven Facebook group, and uh, maybe seven, we'll sixty five. I ninety five, I ninety four, seventy eleven, twenty four seven, yeah. 11. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter special, yeah, that thing. We'll Later talk to you guys salad. on that. Don't put no raisin in that potato salad, Karen. <laughs> Potatoes live matters too, god dang it. Potato lives oh, matter too. But if you do need some seasoning, and your diet. Just go ahead and ask KG to run his finger through whatever it is that you're cooking, as salty as he was tonight. God dang, wow. he will balance it out right there. A little dash of pepper and hey, KG's time finger out. run Hold through. On. I, get, <laughs> I get beat up because I marked out for Money in the Bank. Not Money in the Bank. I marked out for uh, uh, AEW's last pay-per-view. I can't think of the name right now. I, I get beat up by James for that. Now I have an opinion where I don't agree with everybody else. I get beat up again. Like, what the hell is going on? Salty. Call Man. It's like, God. <laughs> Damn. You know what? It's, it's okay. It's all right. As soon you as know you what? open your mouth, my lips got dry. I can, I if, I can catch it, if I can catch it, you can catch it. You know what? That's it. That's all. I, by catch it, I catch it, he means hypothetically, because we do make sure that we wash hands and everything else and practice social distancing. So nobody is passing any type of uh, hey man, That's not diseases. me too, but what we call that? I mean, come on, man. What, that's, what social, that's social tooling. Oh, that's you know, know, we passing things along. Like, no, we wash our hands for 20 seconds. You know, we make sure we do what we got to do. So we, we, we social happy to birthday it. Twice. Happy birthday twice. Yeah. We social I, I, all. I different. I sing booty scooty for 20 yep. seconds. <laughs> Shake that booty scooty. <laughs> yes. I watched a lot of Teen Titans, though. Yep. All right. So uh, we don't do overtime. Well, James does because he long-winded. But we out of time. Yeah. Going over to Delonte. For the push, and then we out of here. That's it. I'm just making sure everybody is knowledgeable as to what's going on. I'm not lying. And congrats to Delonte because, it, pun intended, coming. But via a push, he is now a new dad. Again. Again. <laughs> so the push has a double meaning this time. Congratulations, Delonte. <laughs> oh, All these fertile people out here. You know, everybody making babies in COVID. Well, hey, I mean, you know, if you want to go ahead and throw some sumo seeds, I don't know how well they're going to do, though, because, you you know, you kind of need to have some moisture when you're dealing with powder. But if you can make it happen. Oh! <laughs> cut the show. Leave it at I'm that. Done. <laughs> Good night. What's going on, everybody? It's Delonte representing the Sideline Junkies, and welcome to a backlash edition of the push. Um, <clears throat> I'm just kind of going to get into it. Um, it was a a shorter, you know, pay per view. Well, not really pay per view. It was a shorter event. Um, you know, more way shorter than what we're used to. Um, typically, it's normally like ten matches. Um, all the title, like most titles, defended, but. 
Um, you know, very short, but good matches. Um, I enjoyed them all. I enjoyed them all. Um, but I think the one match and then the implications um, that can be greater moving forward is the Drew McIntyre-Bobby Lashley match. Um, Lana making her presence felt um, with that match and costing Lashley uh, the title. Um, that's going to prove huge because, you know, up until that point, we see Lana, you know, week in, week out, um, you know, try to be, you know, voice of reason per se or try to talk to Bob, but, you know, MVP, you know, protecting this client. So, you know, she really took things to drastic measures tonight. Um, and thus, you know, he was unable to win the championship. I think Lashley, I think I, I do like the build. Uh, I do like the build with Lashley. Um, I'm reading, you know, there's a possibility that it can be he against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Um, I think that that's going to be a very intriguing match because you're talking about two guys, you know, two, you know, like they, they, they're built to be like, ultimate powerhouses and they have like these unstoppable power moves um so again yeah i i think it, it can definitely be um very uh intriguing match i think a win for bobby lashley against brock lesnar at SummerSlam, should the match happen would do major wonders for his career uh i don't i think if the match is booked, and he does, and they book him to win. I don't. I think he can do without a manager, whether it's Lana, MV, MVP, um, what's the kid, Leo Rush. I know he's not there no more, but you know, in, in any of these these people, I think lastly he can, pro, you know, possibly carry his own weight um, like he was doing prior to. I know, you know, it it, it got kind of stale. Um, you know, he'll come out, pose, you know, smile. You know, shake fans, hands, things of that nature. But I think um, a win against Brock Lesnar will really put Lashley, you know, on a lot of fans and, you know, fellow wrestlers' radar, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I would I would be in favor of that. To, you know, to, I, I think Bobby Lashley, you know, with his, his build... And you know things like that. I, I I think he, you know he he's deserving of a major run. Um, and I think a win against Brock Lesnar at a major event such as SummerSlam would be a great, um, you know, footnote per se. Um, it's a possibility uh, that that there may be a, a live a live crowd um, as Vince McMahon is looking to you know. Bring the live crowd element back, you know, just as you look around, you know, our great nation and you see a lot of states are in phase two. Uh, you, you see Vegas is open, um, you know, they, and they're, they're already busy. Um, so, you know, I, I believe Vince and, and the WWE, they're looking to do the same. Um, 
And again, yeah, Lashley against Lesnar at SummerSlam, with, you know, uh, in front of a crowd and Lashley winning would, it, it would be career saving, but career defining and he would, you know, possibly be able to like, you know, move to like different, just, you know, he, he would probably propelled to a title run, you know, after that. As far as the match tonight, it was pretty good. Um, you know, I figured Drew McIntyre would win, but I, I won't, you know, lie to you all. The, I think the, the Lana, you know, uh, inclusion, you know, was definitely uh, surprising. Um, so I, I guess that makes her a face. Um, but, you know, I wonder what creative has in store for her now that, you know, she caused all this mayhem tonight. So we shall see. This is Delonte representing the Sideline Junkies. Um, big shout outs to KG, the Don, and to the Black Sumo. Also big shout outs to BJ, Junie, and Big Jim. Everyone continue to be safe, uh, move with caution, and, you know, just take care of your families. Peace. Yeah.